This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's a travel day to Montreal after practice. Today we discuss the Mantha McMichael Protus line and the urgent need for standings points. Tom Galitti from NHL.com will join me. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, February 16th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. The Caps will have one more practice today at MedStar Capitals Iceplex before heading to the airport and heading north to Montreal. It's a hockey night in Canada showdown tomorrow with the Canadians at Bell Centre, and Washington is a team starved for standings points. Just one win in the last nine. The Caps hoping to get on a heater starting tomorrow in Quebec. Here on the show this morning, Tom Galitti back with us from NHL.com. We discuss the need for not only wins, but stringing some of them together. The Mantha line perhaps getting ready to turn the corner and some news and notes from around the NHL, including the Blue Jackets dismissing their team's general manager and the Eastern Conference race. All right, Tom, always good to catch up with you here. A couple of days of practice and I guess a nice little lull in the schedule here before heading to Montreal, but the mathematics of the situation are pretty clear at this point. With 30 games to go, you better win at least 20 of them if you want to try and get that eight spot. So the urgency that's been talked about from Spencer Carberry even before the All-Star break, that urgency seems to be heightening now as they head to Quebec. Yeah, they have to start winning some games, stringing wins together. They had a you know nice win in Boston, and they played a pretty good game against Vancouver, but only got one point out of it. And they didn't play that poorly, I thought. They played okay against Colorado, but they need to get results. They, they played that game, and then there's going to be a big win against New Jersey after that. That's a t- one of the teams they're going to have to climb over so this this is it you know we, we know the trade deadline is coming up in about a month or less than a month they need to some decisions are gonna have to be made soon so this next week or so in a couple weeks is going to be a big deciding point i think one guy who's always happy to play back in montreal is anthony mantha and i feel like there's a real chance that that line could be turning the corner with Connor mcmichael getting the goal tuesday spencer carberry talking to us about him using his speed mantha's had a really nice year especially when you compare it to his last couple of seasons and alexa say Protus you hope that he's able to finally break through and get it going but for a line that showed a lot of promise in the first half of the season maybe some reasons for optimism here that maybe they can generate a little bit more offense right now yeah they've looked good since they got put back together here they were really good in the first couple months of the season and and then they faded off a little bit which happens with the lines they get a little stale and I think maybe some time apart maybe helped them and they come back together here and they played really well like you said McMichael got a goal it went in off it was a pass but it's because Protus is going to the net you know they're making things happen McMichael played I thought one of his best he's played pretty well the last few games and barring the mistake unfortunately in overtime against Vancouver but he had played really well and he's like he's skate like you said he's skating they're making things happen again and that's a good and that's a good thing for the for the Capitals of course. What do you feel about Tom Wilson playing on that checking line? I don't know if that's something that we're going to see a lot of, a little of. It harkens back to when Garnet Hathaway and Carl Haglin were flanking Nick Dowd. Tarek had the opinion when we talked about it that you would say, okay, you know, you put him in that role, and that's good. He's good at it, but do you want someone who is capable of playing top six minutes in a more checking role? What are your thoughts about, first of all, the job they did? I think they did pretty well against the McKinnon line, especially at five-on-five. But I would also think that he's so good at so many different things. I don't know. Maybe you want him somewhere else in the lineup. I, th- I think for short term for that game, especially because you know McKinnon and 
and Randon had killed them the game before, even though some of that wasn't the power play. I think they really wanted to have a good matchup against them, and I, and I so I understood it for that game, but I'm not sure, like you, I'm not sure that's a long-term thing that makes sense for the best way to use, utilize Tom, and he hasn't been scoring that much lately, so he needs to come out of, come out of that. It, it, he's a responsible guy. He can play in that line, and he can do a good job. I think he played among their most, among their forwards as far as five and five ice time, so it's not like he's been, like, really reduced as far as what ice time, but he needs, you know, offensively, like, I feel there's another line he could go to he could help out he would help out in that way because you know we've seen how effective he can be as a top six player in your role at nhl.com you do more than just cover the capitals and a lot of nhl news yesterday found out that yarmo kekalainen out in columbus after 11 seasons i guess when you're doing it now you're saying that we're going to go a different way as they head toward the trade deadline i can't imagine reading that any other way but it kind of an era of tumult I guess in Columbus there were some high points with John Tortorella and sweeping Tampa Bay and getting onto the second round for the first time in team history but all in all it looks like they're ready to turn the page and do something new there yeah I mean they probably need to turn a page and start fresh in some ways I mean I, I've never seen a team that's had as bad luck as far as injuries and other things there but they brought some unfortunately the, the situation with Mike Babcock at the start of the season that you know that's Yarmo Yakakalainen had a big part of that decision so that probably was the, the writing on the wall there and, and at the beginning of the season you really don't want to they probably didn't want to change their GM and their coach right at the start of the season. So, but now you're you're looking towards next year, and do you want the same GM making decisions, or do you want someone new? And I guess John Davidson's going to take over those, or at least head the decisions right now, and they'll look towards next year. And they have a lot of good young talent there, so you you feel like at some point it's going to come together. So maybe the next GM can benefit from that. Yeah, maybe, and certainly with some additions, maybe that's something that they can work on. We said it on the broadcast Tuesday night when we got to the out-of-town scoreboard and Buffalo ended up beating Los Angeles 7-0. I can't believe how things have gone so wrong so fast in Los Angeles. When we were there at the beginning of the California trip, I thought that was a second-round matchup with Vegas. They're so strong down the middle. I know they've had goaltending issues. What can they do to fix it? They've already fired the coach there. What's left? I don't know. You know, they came out of the break in their first game with the new coach. They won, uh, beat Edmonton for nothing, which is an impressive game. And then, then what you said, uh, Buffalo was not good. Anze Kobotar, you know, two-time Selkie Trophy winner, minus six. Now that's saying it's all on him, but you don't see that too often. Like you said, goaltending is an issue. I don't know how they can fix that right now. Maybe they can try to get somebody. They, they need to do something, right? They, this is a team that, like you said, that looked like one of the best teams in the league in the first half of the season. So it's there, but how do they, how do they bring it out, and is it too far gone? A lot of media reports getting back to Columbus here, but on a much better note about the NHL Stadium Series, and it's been talked about for years that they want to be able to have a game at Ohio Stadium. It's a big venue with six digits in terms of attendance, much like the big house in Ann Arbor, and according to the reports talking about Detroit being there. I love the idea of that game there. I think they would need some support from Red Wings Nation and coming down from Michigan, and I'm sure that they would get it. But as a facility, I think that would be one on television that would be a whole lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I think that would be fantastic to see. And I think, you know, the, the Blue Jackets, their fans are, are – they have a strong fan base there. They sure do. They, and, you know, they've gone through a lot without having winning teams there. So I think this would be a great chance for them to show off what they are. And like you said, Detroit fans will come down too. I think that will be a great matchup that, that – turns out to being what it is. I think, you know, like you said, the, the stadium is unbelievable, and I think there was an issue recently, previously about winterizing, but they have to do that now because they have to. They might be playing some football playoff games in December there. So that's also the reason why it's probably not a winter classic because the building might not be available, but this makes perfect sense for a stadium series game and, and make Columbus, you know, they're one of the few, only a handful of teams have not been in an outdoor game, and they'll, and they'll join, looks like they'll be joining the, the ranks uh, next season. 
last one for you. Just Eastern Conference big picture here, trying to determine how the breakdown will go between the Atlantic and the Metropolitan Division, who gets in and who doesn't. Not entirely irrelevant to this team here about where that line of demarcation is going to be, what gets you in and what doesn't. Right now, the Caps went 20 at 30. They're at 94 points. Obviously, they've got to pick up their socks. But the Atlantic Division looks especially strong. The feeling is that maybe they get that fifth team. Maybe it's 5-3, 4-4. What do you think it's going to be here? I've gone back and forth on this. I thought coming out of the break it was going to be 5 for the Atlantic and maybe only three for the Metro, but New Jersey seems to maybe be finding a little bit. If they can find some consistent goaltending, that would help. I feel like the Islanders are still going to make a push, so maybe it could still be four. Detroit still has to kind of prove themselves. They had a bad game the other day, not so great against Edmonton. Edmonton lights up a lot of teams, but they, they got beat pretty bad the other day. So they they have to still prove themselves that they can get in as, as far as a, a fifth team, I think, from the, from that d- division. There still might be four. I also am not so sure it's going to be 94 points to get in. It might be less than that this year just because it's a little bit of a lot of teams in this kind of the same area where they're just kind of around. It could be like 92. It could be 90. It'll be interesting to see how the last uh, month and a half of the season goes after the trade deadline. Well, we will find out here as we move forward. But, Tom, thanks for this. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Always appreciate the time from Tom. We are off to the airport today for a date up north with the Habs. It's the Capitals and the Montreal Canadiens tomorrow at 7 Eastern, 645 airtime on 1067 The Fan. And always right here on Caps Radio 24-7, heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.